Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. What a week it was. Yankees stay hot. Astros are the hottest. Angels are the most fun. The NL doesn't exist. Let's talk some ball. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, presented by Seat Geek. My name is Jimmy. His name is Trevor, Jake, and Zach on the ones and twos in the office as BBD is doing bug bug dude stuff. So, Killer Zach, the Z Man, filling in behind the dish. Jake, how are you doing? Can you tell us more about Zach's vibe? James. Trevor, Killer Zach, everyone live in the chat. Zach's good. Zach's good. It's one of those, you know, Zach can rock a hat, but when he doesn't and he lets his hair fly, it's kind of a reminder like, oh, yeah, he's got that in the bag too. Um, Trev, so, the only guy wearing a hat today. We're uh, we're good over here. Good office vibes today. A lot of Yankees, a lot of Mets fans are happy. Sounds like there's a crew going they said the Jam Mets crew is going to a game tomorrow, and I said that's not true because there is no Jam Mets crew. You're fired. Dunk Don. Um, yeah. So, uh, and then there's another funny joke that I can't make on air, but I can't wait to tell you afterwards. So, uh, times are good. Our Yankees are incredible. Their friends out west. Is it 2017 all over again? Trev, live to you in the hot box. The office vibes here are stellar as well. It's me, and I'm in a good mood. That means our office is in a good mood because I'm here by myself. As people know, at Magnum Condom Studio, uh, Friday episodes are my second favorite episode. I like the Monday better. But, you know, when it's Friday and we're looking at the weekend, and we're like, hey, you're here, buddy. Those are also good vibes. A lot of good series going on this weekend, but we're not here to talk about those guys. Dude. We're here to recap the series that happened during the week. And I'll tell you this, there is a National League. It does exist. And this guy right here is going to let you know all about it today. James, what are you doing, man? Why, what's up with that basket, that collection of baskets behind you? Yeah, I got a lot of baskets behind my head. I don't know, just like a ton. I'm at my kitchen table because my uh, my basement or my like home office is flooded uh, and, and I'm out. So I don't know. I don't even know if like we have redoing that anywhere close to the agenda. So I, I really don't know what my, my situation is where I'm going to work from home anymore. So if you start hearing some guys like banging on hammers and nails or whatever, I'm, I'm, I'm trapped today. I got lands yeah. and you know, whatever that word is coming. And Jimmy getting some more work done on the moat. Trevor getting some work done on the side of his castle. Uh, me and noodle just licking each other on Jeff passing day. No suit for Jeff passing day. No, it snuck up on us, Jim. You know we're uh, we're pretty busy, and you know I also have a bad brain. But I saw May thirteenth, and I said, "Is it? Is this?" And then a Jeff quick Passion Google Day? of Jeff Passing Day will show you it is May thirteenth. So I will be talking the whole episode as Jeff Passing. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim actually might be the Los Angeles Angels of the world. Shohei Otani is changing the game. Global. Global. Why is it Jeff Passing Day? Uh, why is Christmas on the 25th? Why why is Thanksgiving a day? Why 
That was because they're trying to unite the South and North after the Civil War. I mean, that's kind of what we're I doing still want to know why it's Jeff Passing Day. Friday the 13th, a little scary, a little spooky. All right, fine. I'm, I'm a little scared of Jeff. Although, if I think if I like hung out with him in person, probably wouldn't be. That's the Trevor Plouffe MO. Uh, know what else is your MO, Trev? Placing winners at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Trev, we need a winning bet from you. You you play some cheese, and especially with DraftKings being the official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball, you can now bet $5 on any team to win. You get $150 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. You don't even have to pick it right. And you get 150 simoleons, smackaroos, De Niro, jubilees. Um, and if sports betting is not legal in your state yet, they still have... Um, what you probably remember DraftKings for, their their events and setting stuff up. So they've got bigger payouts. It's safe, secure, and reliable. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBOY. Bet just $5 and get $150 in free bets no matter what happens on the field. That's promo code JOMBOY at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. MLB trademarks used with permission. Um... And, yeah, I forgot my bet of the day went out today, too. So uh, just a run in the first inning, Anaheim and Oakland and the Angels to win. So, you know, Shohei Easy Trout money. got a winner last week for the people, so not a big deal. Passing. Passing. Kumar Rocker signs. Yeah, that's the yes. big news. Frontier Tri-City Valley Cats. Yeah. My yeah. brother played in that league, the Frontier League. Is he gonna like? Does he need to buy time before he can? An MLB team can sign him. Yeah, he's got to go into the draft next year again. This year's draft, yeah. Okay. Um. Again, why is it Jeff Passing Day? Oh because the pandemic was happening, Trev, and we needed to celebrate anything. So and we Jake, made it. Jake did the people a service. What are you talking about. And gave them Jeff Passing Day. Is that when you dressed and did the whole thing? That's oh why we're doing it? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was Jeff Passenday. I'm an idiot. Okay. The third, it's the third Jeff Passenday in the history of Jeff Passendays. Here's what that was that long ago? Here's what yeah, I know. It's 2020. Jeff Passenday is today. Jimmy said that the NL didn't even happen this week, and you're telling me something different, so I'd love to find You're going to like some of the outcomes, James. Oh. You're going to like some of them. I texted you guys. I said... I said, I have the AL this week, so if I find myself watching an NL game, I am up for like a punch in the face because it's not what I'm presenting to you, presenting the AL. So for me, the NL didn't exist, which stinks because like, I've been enjoying flipping the Mets games when they're on. Let's just figure out what happened in the NL. Trev's going to let us know. Zach's going to hit the tune. It's like the baseball boogie, Zach, I think, on the soundboard. I've got it ready to go. Let's do it, Trav. You got four minutes on the clock. You better start yapping. What is good, my people? We're going to start up in San Francisco. Gabe Kapler's Giants. You know what they did? They swept Kelsey Wingers, Rockies. Oh, my goodness. The Giants are getting healthy. It went 8-5, 9-2, 7-1 Giants. The Giants hit. 
They pitched. They did everything. The Rockies on a little bit of a slide there. Rodon, six innings pitched, two earned runs with 12 freaking Ks in game one. Dubon was kind of all the offense there for the Giants. Three hits with a two-run homer. I think he had a double as well. Uh, the second game, Wood goes five and one-thirds with only one unearned run. So another just absolutely great pitching performance for the Giants. And then Cobb does it again in game three, five and a third, one earned run. I think the story really was, like I said, Giants are getting healthy. Longoria returns from the IL. They got Wade back uh, a week ago. They got Belt back on Saturday, I believe. So here we go. The Giants are healthy. That's what Gabe was telling me when we saw them. They sweep the Rockies, and they're keeping pace with those bad boys up at the top of the NOS, the Dodgers and the Padres. Speaking of the Dodgers, what is you doing, baby? They go into Pittsburgh and they lose the series. The Pirates take two of three from them. 5-1 Pirates in game one before the Dodgers came alive in second game, one eleven to one Then it was 5-3 Pirates in the rubber match. Uh, the story of game one was Quintana. He went six shutty innings. He's the first Pirates starting pitcher to record a win. They've been doing some funny stuff there, not letting their guys go super deep into games. But Quintana gets uh, the win there. And you know what, Jack Sawinski, congrats to you on your first career home run. Uh, game two, Gonsolin, my guy, Catterday, five shutty innings. I told you he was going to be good. Justin Turner got hot in that game. And then the Pirates take the rubber match. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about a Dodgers pitcher once we get past all this. Pepio got a changeup that looked really nasty. Uh, our guy Vogelbach hit the go-ahead home run in the seventh inning of that one. Pirates take two or three from the Dodgers. Moving on, the Mets went up into the nation's capital, and they took two of three from the Nationals because, of course, they did. They were a very good team. 4-2 Mets, 8-3 Nationals, 4-1 Mets. Uh, in game one, Cookie, six and two-thirds, two earned runs. Uh, Patrick Corbin, though, matched it with the five shutout innings, but McNeil had the game-tying double, and Davis had the go-ahead sack fly in the sixth. Uh, game two, McGill, Jolly's guy, one and a third with eight earned runs. My goodness, is he becoming a pumpkin? Probably not. He's really good. Uh, Soto had two home, uh, two-run home run in the first. Cruz had a three-run home run in the second. That's kind of how the Nationals are going to have to do it. Uh, Walker in game three, seven shutout innings, three hits, one walk, one K. Kana got it going a little bit. Mets take two or three from the Nationals. Down south, Southern California, near Mexico. That's where the Padres play. The Cubs went and visited, and they took two of three from the Fathers. 6-0 Cubs behind a great performance by Kyle Hendricks in game one. Padres win 5-4 game two before the Cubs won the rubber match 7-5. I mentioned Hendricks doing it in game one our guy ian Happ, rbi single in the fourth rbi double in the eighth he's gonna be a hundred million dollar player ian Happ, we love you here buddy game two featured clevenger and wade miley uh they pitched okay machado had to go ahead rbi double in the sixth um voight uh hits his first two home runs as a padre in game three but they lose that one cubs take two of three from the padres at home and moving on, we go Brewers at Reds. And Brewers, what is you doing, baby? Reds take two or three from them. 10-5 Reds, 5-4 Brewers. But before that last crazy game, it was 14-11 to Reds. Uh, we'll talk about Yelly and what he's been doing. Uh, Woodruff, tough start for him in game one. Uh, Peralta comes back with a good start in game two for the Brewers. Um, before Hauser kind of has a iffy start in game three, and there was a lot of runs scored there. Reds take two of three. And the last series, 
the Marlins at Jake Snakes. Jake Snakes take two of three from them. Four three D-backs, nine three D-backs before the Marlins won the last game. 11 to three. My time is running out and we'll go into the games a little bit longer. And that is what happened in the NL. It does, it does exist. Fantastic. I can't hear the music still, but I have my timer on. You're right on it. You nailed it. Great job. Great job. Why can't I hear the music? Because <clears throat> Zoom. Because Zoom decides that it's going to just only sh- tell you yourself if you're talking. Okay. Um, so. Crompod? Well, I'll, I'll let you know. The standings did not shake up that much for Monday. The Mets remain. In first place, they were six games back. They're now six, or six games up. Now they're six and a half in the East. Milwaukee remains in first place in the Central. On Monday, last we recorded, they were two games up. They're now two and a half. So the Mets and the Brewers gain half a game in the standings. The Dodgers remain in first place in the West. They were a game and a half up. They're now a game up as the Padres make up half a game. The Giants stay in third place. But they were three games back, and with their sweep, they're a game and a half back. So uh, that West is looking fun with all three of the top teams uh, with 600 or above winning percentage. So the Dodgers did lose, which is uh, an interesting one. We can go in chronological order if you if you would like. The first series you talked about was the Giants and the Rockies. My big note here is that the Rockies home and road schedule looks now uh, about how we're used to it looking. They are 11 and five at home, five and 10 on the road. And that's kind of what we've come to know of recent uh, Rockies teams or like, you know, not even recent, but that sweep, they were kind of like balancing out for the year. It wasn't as drastic as it usually is. And now we're like, Oh, yep. That makes sense. Yeah. And like I pointed to, I think this is uh, what the Giants have been waiting for. You know, I know Rockies coming to town, you know, they had a decent record. I think they were sitting right around 500, a little bit above 500 coming to town. But I think the Giants know they're, they're a better team than them, especially when they're healthy. They got their guys back, and they're starting to roll a little bit right now. So um, Rockies offense didn't show up at all. I don't know if that's because of just the pitching or because, you know, we don't expect them to lead the league in hitting uh, going forward. Connor Joe did continue to. Uh, with six hits in the series. Um, so he's still going strong, but Giants showed up and I think did what we kind of expect them to do going forward against the Rockies. Definitely winning a series, sweeping is much better. See if this gets the Giants full blown going. And yeah, the top four in the NL West are tough now with the Rockies dropping to that final spot. Um, and yeah, I, I, I don't know. Again, a lot of this comes down to some simple equations. The uh, Giants were a little banged up. I mean, I mean, they had a lot of guy. Whether it was you know, Jock got banged up for like a week. He's he's back now. Uh, Evan Longoria, our guy, Trev's guy, guy came to the Arizona house. Most money in the bank account, we think. Mm. Um, so he comes back uh, this weekend. Lamont Wade Jr.'s back. So yeah, the Giants are rolling. Their offense has been. I, I don't know if sneaky good is the right word, but they're second in on base percentage, seventh in batting average. Uh, top 10 in like everything, home runs, stolen bases. So there being the Giants on offense, they hit you different ways. And kind of their pitching's just the same same stuff. Rodon has been one of, if not like the best pitcher in baseball. 
their bullpen's got the funk out there. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, they run into St. Louis this weekend, and they go at Colorado. So we'll find out if, if that Rockies home cooking comes back for them. But G-Men, 19 and 12. Cobb and Rodon is, their, you know, two additions. And, and Cobb had, I think he had a really weird start. I forget he only went like, he didn't get out of the first inning. Um it was like a lot of unearned runs and stuff, but two good in a row for him. It's interesting to look at that, you know, no web. And I'm like, well, Rodon and Cobb's looking like a completely new pitcher. He throws like five miles per hour harder. Yes. So. Web, web goes tonight against the Cardinals. That'll be a, a fun series this weekend. Uh, one thing Gabe did mention, he said, you know, it's not about having those starters back and putting them in the starting lineup. It's about, having our depth of our bench back. He likes to be able to mix and match, you know, play the platoon splits, do all that stuff. And he believes that was paramount to their success last year, you know, being able to have guys in there when you need them to step up. And, you know, guys did step up for them. You know, like Tyro Estrada stepped up a little bit, um, but having his full bench back, he seems really happy. And, you know, got this. Remember week. that stat I gave in like the PPPs as the giants pinch hitting last year. Or like their bench players were just—it was unbelievable how much more production they got. So they who do was like, that? It was was it Wade and Donnie Bats, Donnie Barrels were those the two guys last year? I think it was. I believe the the stat I read was that they led the league in pinch hit homers and RBIs. Homers, like yeah. their actual average and on base wasn't good, but they just like drag and dropped the homers, and it was pretty spread out. It was like six different guys all. You know, there was probably two big ones, but I, I fully I forget fully what it was. We need to take a look at. It seems like there's been more pinch hitting going on throughout the league in this DH world we have now, like in the American League last year. I don't remember a lot of pinch hitting going on, but it seems like more and more teams are utilizing the pinch hit situation now. I think as teams fully punt on any production from the catcher and that becomes a pinch hit spot, you're seeing that more. And then with the dead end balls, you're kind of seeing more small ball around in the AL than we're used to, but I don't fully, I don't know the stats. If that's, it feels like that, Trev. I don't know. Someone can tell us the stats and we're wrong. Yeah. I'd, I'd say pinch hitting probably in general is down a little bit, but that's because there was a league that had pitchers hitting. So they were always getting pinch hit for. So I think what you're probably seeing is more strategic pinch hitting, which is kind of the goal of pitch hitting in like moments where you would use it and you have a matchup and you could take advantage. So that's a, uh, that probably ties into why the DH is good. Let's move on. Dodgers uh, going to Pittsburgh. Oops. Happy for Pittsburgh, but I'm also pissed at them because they sent our guy Cole Tucker down. I talked to him last night. You know, not an easy situation to be in as a player, but uh, he'll be okay. Some interesting notes here that I thought of a little bit. You know, I know the Dodgers lost um, two or three here, but like a guy they needed to get going kind of got going, Justin Turner which is you can, a bright spot for them. I just saw in the um, the chat, our guy Jack Sawinski of the Pirates hit his first career homer in game two. I guess he had another one. So two career, first two career homers against the Giants or the Dodgers. That's a, that's a nice way to start your career off, right? Ain't bad. Nice, nice one to have. The bullpen did the Dodgers in, it seems like. I mean, Urias gave up 11 hits, but only two earned runs. But it, the the starters that we're looking at for the Dodgers didn't do bad. So, again, NL didn't exist for me. I'm looking now. Bickford and Erland gave up three earned runs in game one out of the Dodgers' pen. 
There's some there's some good at bats. There's some good at bats by the Pirates. You have to give them credit. Um, you know, they use that right center field alley there in Pittsburgh, which really, you know, you can you can drop some extra base hits into there. Game three, Chainley, uh, Hudson, and Gratterall combined for five earned runs. So yeah, Dodgers bullpen. Come on, guys. And you only yeah, scored uh, one run in game one. What's that? They only scored one run in game one. So I'm that hurt. I was just I'll saying the pitching because the starters the starters line looked good. Yeah, overall, the offense during the series is not great for the Dodgers, but like if you're seeing Justin Turner have the kind of a bats that he had, you're you got to be happy as a Dodgers fan, knowing that you know this is just one series and you're going to be fine. You'd rather just get some guys going like Turner. I think they, I think they would have traded that in a heartbeat and said, Hey, if you guys go lose two out of three to the Pirates, but you get Turner going, I think they would say, Sure, we'll do that. Uh, Pepio, yeah, uh, spot start for the Dodgers. He got actually got sent down already, but his dude's change up. I think there's like a like more changeups being thrown in the league too, which I love. I always said that as a right-handed hitter, a guy that had a right-handed changeup on a right-handed hitter is such a good pitch. It's very dangerous. It's a very dangerous pitch. If you miss up, you can hit that ball a long way. But if you can throw it out of the same arm angle and kind of have some arm side run to it, you know, down and in, it's a very good pitch. And that's what this this guy's changeup looks like. Eric Gagne, like like a left-handed slider. Uh, so that's something to look out for. Like the Dodgers need any freaking more help. Uh, he did walk five guys. But he did, you know, got out of it three shutout innings in his in his debut. Pretty much it for that series. Yeah, the Mets and the the Nationals. The Nationals they actually get hitting out of their three guys. They get Cruz, Bell, and Soto all hit <clears throat> uh, all get homers and RBIs and have a ton of hits, but. I think they got to McGill, right? We were at the Rangers game. Go Rangers. Eight earned runs, yeah. And uh, the the hub hub uh, in the seats behind us was that McGill got rocked. So on the flip side, Taiwan Walker got rocked his last start. So really good to see him have a bounce back start. And Cookie Carrasco has just, I think, been pretty good all year. Every time I look up, it's like he did has a solid game log. I think he also got rocked once. So maybe the Mets pitchers, here's the theory. Or just taking a turn, giving up eight earned runs, and then being good. I think now Cookie gave up eight, Taiwan gave up seven, and McGill just gave up eight. So they're just like, let's all just have one blow up each, get it out of the way, and then move on. Smart by the Mets. It's not about Very. that. You know, it's not about that ERA. Blow it up. Blow it up. Um, yeah. yeah, Taiwan Seems Walker, there was a couple fun plays in that game. Uh, the, the double play where the ball looked like a snowball fight over the field. Uh, and Mets Penn. Uh, they they get credit to uh, only one run in eleven innings. Mets are a wagon, a wagon. Somebody on our show this morning said, oh, "Do you think they're going to trade for a bat? You know, to fill up that DH spot that you know a lot of I think it's JD Davis and Dom Smith have kind of been in there and they haven't got going yet. I don't think they're going to do anything like that. I think they like the team that they have right now." Um, and they're going to continue to use the DH as kind of like a rest day and, and mix and matching and doing all that because they're firing. Like there is no reason for them to go and do anything right now. I wouldn't put it past uncle Stevie to go try to better their club because he's a psycho, but. Well, they have to do something. I think just for like morale at the deadline, like just the clubhouse feels better when you go do something. But, um, I was thinking today, we haven't seen a trade yet. Usually like there's usually one or two May trades that are like small, but you get kind of, oh wow, someone's trading already. We haven't had that yet, right? Or we got to train. We got to trade. Tra- train our brains a little bit. This would this would be like May second. Okay, like we're we're still we're a month in. So I, you know, I I love it. 
Uh, especially when we talk about our Yanks. You know, Yankee fans are already talking postseason rosters and stuff like that. We still got a whole lot of baseball to go through that I bet at the Mets at the deadline need something. Um, you know, whether whether it's more sure. pitching or, or a couple guys went down on the offensive side. Um, but I love it, Mets fans. It's a, it's a dreamy time to be in New York. Where's also, Nelson Cruz going to be hitting? Where's Nelson Cruz going to be hitting in August? Mets. Twins. Back to the Twins. Well, you, you, we heard rumors <laughs> the, the Padres wanted him last year. So yeah. you never know. Maybe they, they ring that same bell. Um, he'll be, of he'll trades, be somewhere. Yeah. Speaking of trades, I think that brings us into the next series, Cubs and Padres, since I just said Padres. But also Ian Happ. He's got this year and Whoa. the next year. And like you said, Trev, he's looking great. The Cubs win this series. But I, I, I don't know. I got, a, I got my guy happy. If he doesn't want to be traded, maybe I'll stop telling him. I'll yeah. text him. Are you interested in it? You know, because you can add a lot of value, man. So the Cubs do pick up two against the Padres. But the Padres get, get Voight back. They get Cleb back again. I don't know. And, and the Dodgers lose. So I don't think it's that bad for the Padres. Sure, they'd like to win these games. I mean, you went up against a buzzsaw in game one, and sometimes that'll just happen. Hendricks will just pull a gem like that, man, and just absolutely dominate like he did. Uh, like I said, eight and two-thirds shutout innings uh, with the seven Ks, only three hits and only yeah. one walk. He's, you just run into that sometimes. Um, about Ian Happ, let him be where he's comfortable. I want this guy to just be like, he needs a moat. He'll have a moat soon. Sure. You guys can be moat friends and talk about the alligators. They need a left got. fielder, though. So I'm not against it. Yeah. <clears throat> Herdy's got some investments in St. Lucia. I don't know, Hap. Like, I could John Boy Media St. Lucia. We'll figure something out. Hmm. Figure something out. Uh, figure it out, Padres. You lost a series. Bounce back. NL West. Snakes are on your ass. Hey, what's this? At the, at the bottom, it says Padres will reportedly sign Robinson. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yes. That's happening. It came, yeah. came out yesterday. So that would yeah, be the only thing that. to the Nelson Cruz thing there. If, if Robbie finds a home. Yeah. yeah. But, um, we were in I don't, time I don't mind that move. I feel like it fits like, you know, in that clubhouse, they don't, all they want to do is win games. A lot of alphas there. Like he kind of fits in that clubhouse. Like they don't care that he got popped twice now. Right. It's twice with Robbie Cano. Yeah, I, I think know. I think I think he could actually help that team. Well, so I mean, we'll see how it goes. we we may have thought that about the Mets too. It was pretty brutal. So he's got us got a hit, got a hit. Change of atmosphere might be good for him. You know, I think that's a different type of clubhouse going from the Mets, where it's like, and I don't know, I'm not in the clubhouse, but outside perspective looking in, you got it's a little more feisty and tense and like. You got Scherzer and Alonzo and, you know, even little McNeil, I think, beats up everybody in that clubhouse. That's how I feel about it. You go over to the Padres, it's a little more fun, a little more like show, if you will, and kind of just like they're taking Polaroids after the games, they're dancing, they're playing with uh, the UFC dude, Patty. Like, I think that uh, maybe he'll find a little bit more joyous energy here. Winning's fun. Yeah, winning's fun everywhere. I mean, that's I'm not saying the Mets have a bad clubhouse. I think it's a different vibe than the Padres. How about this? Actually, everyone says the Mets clubhouse is amazing. The, the Pirates win a series against the Dodgers. The Cubs win a series against the Padres. And the Reds mm. win a series against the Brewers. NL Central fights back, baby. Let's go. It's just a reverse week. 
Yeah, there were some there were some blowups by the pitchers uh, with the Brewers. I mean, I guess you got to give credit to the Reds' offense for showing up there. Uh, Woodruff, uh, tough start there, four and a third. He gives up the five Ernie's. Uh, we did get to see Castillo come in, which was kind of cool. Uh, made his debut. I think he, I think I saw him striking out Yelly um, in one of the highlights that I watched. Rude. Um, weird kind of weird kind of game there. The last game, uh, it looked like. Uh, the brew crew was going to go and, and and snatch that one, and then the Reds just kept hitting. They just kept going. They didn't stop. So a little faulty series by the brew crew pitching. I don't think they're too worried about it. The Reds, you know, maybe they're feeling themselves a little bit. They got a little bit of momentum here, but uh, I think, Jake, you're probably going to slap them a little bit and say, no, 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 no. Mm, opposite of that, actually. Since uh, Poopgate, they are 5-2, and two and they've won their last two series. So, uh, you know, <laughs> We talk about managers and motivating of men and, and things like that. I, I think we found it in Cincinnati. If you boys don't turn it around, there's going to be poop around you. And and that's changed the tone of their season. Yes. I like that. Hey, changed their know, season. Maybe it was one of the players that was saying it. Shout out Brandon Drury for finding the home and kind of doing it, you know, he's been searching for quite some time and um, I gave out the like, look of a good ball player. I gave out like three awards last week and I, I had four. I don't think I said it. I had a Brandon Drury award because I was going to say the, uh, the amongst shit award, which is the whole poop theme, but yeah, big credit to Brandon Drury. I mean, that team is, cannot be a fun time right now. And he's a guy that's, you know, a DFA candidate or like a make or break candidate. It get bounced around and, He's taking advantage of the opportunity, even if the team isn't winning or the vibes aren't great. Drury's having himself a great start to the season. So good for him. Trade candidate who needs him. Yeah, he had a nice homer in the first game. Uh, We'll talk about Yelly and kind of what he did a little bit later for sure. Uh, But, you know, you got to give Reds credit. They they just hit and kept battling back. And that's not easy when you're on a team that was at 1.3 and 20. Uh, So... Go Reds, go. Am I on the Reds train now? Maybe. Choo-choo, baby. Choo-choo, baby. Big fan of poop. Jake, you got anything on Reds Brewers, or you want to switch to uh, your D-backs? You, you guys hit all of it. I, I put my analytics in there. Um, yeah, Brandon Drury got a couple awards on this show in the past. Was good for the Mets last year. Sneaky. 51 games, 783 OPS. Uh, my snakes, uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you guys anymore. Like you, you guys always think I'm joking with my. You're always joking. My jokes and my silly outfits and all this, that, and the other. Uh, our snakes were were playing a good brand of baseball. Take the first two games uh, against the fish after taking care of them last. Alec Thomas, Trev's guy. Trev, you own some of his cards yet? What's the deal? He hits his first ding dong. Um, we're playing a really good brand of baseball. I do. I do have some Alec Thomas rookie cards. Um, who was the other guy I told you? You guys were surprised. It was a football player. Oh, Ben DiNucci. Ben DiNucci. Got a lot of his, yeah. got a lot of his rookie cards. <laughs> More on that later. Yeah. Yes, yes. On the Marlins side of things, they're now like losing a bunch, no? Dude, look at the NLE standings. It feels like deja vu all over again. Like it's The, the NL East only has one team above 500, and the NL West has... Every team above 500. It's pretty weird to look at. The Mets are just distancing themselves. I mean, the Mets are up six games in the loss column. 
in their division on what would be May 2nd, like Jake said. And, and this was this was almost a sweep for uh, the D-backs. Uh, Marlins came and just went gangbusters in the ninth. They scored eight runs in the ninth of game three to take the lead. Uh, Stallings, um, who does he – does he get any credit like in uh, Miami for like what the pitchers can do? Like I know he was a gold glover, right? But nobody talks about him. Gets tricky because he all. came over this year and a lot of those pitchers already had some street cred. So I, I mean, developing story, but um, I think people are so over the fish and they just want to talk about America's team. The diamondbacks um, haven't lost yeah, the- a series <laughs> in their last four, uh, nine and three in their last 12. Anyway, you chop it up. This team's different. Dalton Varsho lies very about a- his height. Very athletic manager in that eight, uh, that eight run ninth inning for the Marlins. Stallings to go ahead single. Chisholm and Garcia both three run. Jimmy Jacks gotta love that. Huge Cub Snake series coming out for the teams that think they're getting, or will the Cubs think they're getting hot, or will the Snakes continue to be dominant? Are the snakes looking like this is great? We're going to trade everybody that's doing well. The Cubs are still. Eight I want days. you to be serious about this, Jake. Cubs like, are is still Bumgarner going to be out of there? Like, is someone is, is is he going to go back to San Fran? Like, what is he going to go somewhere? Trev, this is a hundred percent not a joke. The Diamondbacks never thought they were rebuilding. Um, that's why they signed Mad Bum. That's why they made moves. It's a, f- let's be honest, it's a funky organization, and it's kind of why we're attracted to each other. We're kind of Vince Vaughn and the daughter, uh, the sister, and me, and uh, Wedding Crashers. Mm. Like, you know, we're both a little fucked up. Who's who? Who's who? Both a little fucked up. Um, are you the, are you, you're they're definitely Vince the woman. They're, they're Vince, Vince Vaughn. Yeah. That's they're very Vince clear. Um, <laughs> not a virgin. Um, I will be at one of the games. The yes. snakes are coming to Dodger Stadium. Is I'll Teddy going to wear his snakes gear? Of course he is. Okay. Either Monday or Tuesday, I'll be at the game. So, Snakes fans, I'll be rooting for you. No you Trav there, handsome. Yeah. Yeah. No, not if he's with his son. But if it's like a solo bathroom trip, bathroom yeah. trip for you, Trev, your free game. That's well, won't, That won't happen, but okay. Okay. You go to the bathroom, Dad. I want to watch the game. You know, We play for rings in the valley. Mm. They play for rings in the desert. We're a Diamondbacks company. Everybody knows that. It's a retool, not a rebuild. Thank you, Daniel Ramos, in the fucking chat. Not even a retool. They've just been going for it. Mad Bum 6.12. Yeah, Mad Bum is, <laughs> is having a good year, you know, after the ump show where the, the whole world. There was a disagreement on a field, and the entire baseball world was on Mad Bum's side. That's rare. Totally rare. I and think he's having a fantastic uh, season so far. So good for him. The Let's snakes look. are like that one guy that's uh, he's like on Twitter, social media. He shoots, he shoots the basketball and misses completely, but like acts like he's really good. Like Swaggy P. Him up there. Swaggy P is his name. Well, no, that's not, that's, that's a real player. This guy's not a real player, but that's the snakes going for it every year. Just tossing it up. Raindrops, baby. It's like uh, Brent Strom should have gotten an award last episode. Oh, he did. Like, come on, guys. I mean, Brent they lucked Strom. into that. Brent Strom's like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm retiring in Arizona. You want me to do your pitching coach a little bit? That's what it's all about. You create your own luck, man. I believe it. Let's go to the AL, Jake. Is the AL brought to us by anyone? The American League is brought to us by Trev Shady Rays. I just put on my Shady Rays. 
I go from a four and a half to a hard five and a half when I put on my shade, Shady Rays. And grade me on a scale of one to ten. What do you think my looks look like? Um, Shady Rays, they give you every pair, Trev, backed by their lost and broken replacements. If you screw up, which a lot of people do with their sunnies, Shady Rays will take care of you. If you lose or break a pair, even on day one, they will send you a new pair. Uh, it's like the best offer in the biz. And reminder, and most importantly, look at me right now. I look like Yankees minor league coordinator Jake Storielli just bossing people around the field with this shirt. Do you have a watch on? These Shady Rays. Um, stopwatch. Yeah. Uh, timing things. Everything. Um, that's what it is. And we drive this home with you guys because we love you. They are giving you the real deal. ShadyRays.com, code TALKING, 50% off. Two-plus pairs of premium polarized shades. You're going to wear two pairs of sunnies this summer. Go to Shady Rays, pick out two, three, four, five, however many you want. Code TALKING, and you'll get 50% off. That's about half, people. I can't wait. We've been to some baseball games so far, Jake, this season, but we have not been to a game where it's so bright and and warm out that I need to wear sunglasses and I have a little gummy and I count male pattern baldness in front of me and I just watch some baseball. And that was like my favorite thing about last season. So I just can't wait. Thanks, Shady Rays, for making that possible. Thanks, Ray. Better than the $5 sunglasses Jake and I got at the vendor outside of Yankee Stadium that were the darkest sunglasses. It was basically a prank. Yeah. You put them on and you're blind. And I wore them all season. It was tough to see. Let's go to the AL. Zach, hit me with that baseball mm. boogie. Starting off in the AL, the Rays went to Los Angeles. No, they went to Anaheim to play the Angels and they lost game one. Syndergaard pitched well. The Rays did not pitch well. The names that you know, the one, two, three, Marks, Trout, and Otani combined for seven hits in their 12 at-bats, eight RBIs, and eight runs. Angels blow them out in game one. In game two, they blew them out again, and they kept them to no hits. Reed Detmers in his 11th career start tosses the no-hitter, allows one walk and one error. Gets the walk into a double play, I believe. So good job by him. No hitter alert. The Angels are fun. They are a team that you put on your, I need to tune in if my team's not playing list and do it fast. The Rays do salvage it. They don't get swept. They win game three in 10 innings. McClanahan versus Otani. Good pitching duel. Uh, But they, the Rays come out ahead there. The Yankees played the Blue Jays for a quick two-game set. The Yankees won game one, six to five. In a weird, bizarre game where Judge hits a walk-off. Blue Jays get ejected for no reason. It felt intense. It was actually a a really good game. Uh, The first batter hit a walk-off. The first batter hit a home run. The last batter hit a home run. There was ejections in the middle. There was a a play at the plate. It was like a classic everything you'd want in a game game. So good job by the Yankees and Blue Jays for putting on a show. Yankees win game two. Tyone versus Barrios. And Gleyber Torres has five RBIs for the Yankees as they continue to roll. 
best record in baseball. But the biggest winning streak in baseball belongs to the Houston Astros as they sweep Trevor's Twins. They have now won 10 games in a row, and they've won 15 out of their last 17. The Astros are hot, and it is being completely carried, in my opinion, by their pitching because the starters, since they've gone to this six-man rotation, have given them a good start every game. Uh, the only reason they have a half start here is because it got suspended. They have to finish it the next day. But the Astros starting pitchers, 0.56 ERA. Their relief pitchers were even just as good, 0.82 ERA. Uh, twins get beat. The Astros win. Verlander dances with a no-hitter himself. Some injury news for both teams. Pena goes on. Uh, well, no, he didn't go on the IL yet, but he's got knee discomfort. Cora goes on the IL, as does Haddock for the Twins. So that'll change some stuff. The Guardians and the White Sox, they split like a two-game set because game three got postponed for COVID because of the Guardians. The first game, the Guardians win 12-9. to You've seen the highlights from this. Naylor went absolutely crazy. Game-tying Grand Slam in the ninth. Go-ahead, three-run home run in the 11th. You guys fucking feed him. Giolito, seven innings pitch, one earned run in game two as the White Sox maintain and split what is ends up being two games. Tigers and the Athletics played five games. It's had to be one of those weird ones where they filled in an off day because of the start of the season. Five games set between the two, and the A's won four of them. I know Jake talked about the Tigers yesterday. Like, what's going on, guys? You didn't think you were this bad, did you? And, uh, yeah, that's that's that should be like a three-to-two Tigers series if you're going by, like, the math. But good for the A's for winning. They, uh, they shut them out twice. He scored nine runs once, five games, so I can't really get into too many of the nitty-gritty details. The Rangers, they took two out of three from the Royals. Hearn had a really good start in game three, so I'm happy for our dude. Five shutout innings for Hearn. Uh, also, um, the other Rangers starters did really good as well. Perez, one earned run, and I believe Spear, two shutout innings in an opener situation. Good job by the Rangers. The Central What's going on there? That's all. That's that's the whole thing. There's not that many. Where was I on time? Can't hear. I don't know. Perfect. Yeah. Can't hear it at all. You did it. You did great. All right. As for the standings in these leagues, Yankees now have a four and a half game lead on the Rays. They're in first place. The Blue Jays dropped to six and a half games back. Yankees have the best record in the division, the the, the league and the division the league in the league. Yeah. Um, twins, they stay in first place, even though they got swept. White Sox and Guardians are both two games out. They're both 15 and 15. Twins, the only winning team in the Central. And the Astros... They jumped to first place in the West. They've won 10 in, a, 10 in a row. They are one game up on the Angels in the loss column, half game up in the standings. And there's starting to be some separation between the two of them and, and then the Mariners and the Rangers. That's how the standings play out. Jake, do you want to lead us off? Where to, you Jimmy? You're AL. Angels. The Angels yes. are the story. They have a no-hitter. Otani, they, have, they lose game three, but Ward has a pinch hit, two-run go-ahead shot. Um, Rendon hits a home run lefty. You didn't even know, you know, Jake's always joking yeah. 
Rendon is always sleeping and he's having fun out there. He also made a nice catch in the no hitter, kind of like the only ball that is a simple catch. He jumped up and got it. But it was like the hot, hardest hit ball in the no hitter that he snags. Um, but yeah, the Angels are a fun team with the bats, with the running, with the pitching. It's everything. Trev, they, you got um, to see him live, right? Yeah, we, Trev, see him last, we, saw, we saw game three. Uh, C. Rose and I went there. Um, you know, it was a tough game for the Rays, and they've had a tough series. They had a 10-game road trip. That was their last game. They're heading back to to Tampa. You know, they're getting the win. Uh, McClanahan looked freaking filthy. You know, they're I think they're up 2 nothing. And then Taylor Ward comes off the bench, game-tying homer, and the Rays, all they can think about is, well, that just extended our travel day a little bit longer. I don't know what time they got in, but they probably didn't get in until like 5 in the morning, East Coast time. They did have an off day the next day, but um, that's one thing they mentioned. We talked to a few of the guys, like, man, we can't wait to get home, uh, especially after taking the pounding they did. The Angels mm-hmm. are – those first two games, them, and, and I know they lost the last game, but, like, it's – to come back – I know they, they lost in the 10th inning, but to come back on that game, it almost feels like a victory for them. Cause you know, like you well, can spe- say, look, we can come back like Taylor Ward pinch hitting there and hitting a homer. I think it was a two strike pitch, more confidence for that guy. Like this is, this is a team that is playing with confidence as they should be. Now mm. people are going to hate this. Jake, you're on the Angels. You love them. James and I were not on the Angels preseason. We've had to eat our words a little bit here, but it is still May 13th. The Astros have won 10 games in a row to keep pace with them. Is this going to be like a Giants-Dodgers situation where it's like eventually the Astros, whether it's in the postseason or whether it's towards the end of the season, they're finally going to catch them? Houston. You can't say at this point with Houston, you can't say no until it doesn't happen. Um, you know, I was I was drinking the Angels Kool-Aid before the season. I was buying into the high-end talent. I was buying into enough pitching. Uh, and so far, the formula's worked. Um, and like you're right, it, you know, it's one month. It's it's basically one month. I, I mean, it's a little over that now. Um, but they're, they're just playing a fun brand of baseball. And I guess for the... For the elite teams, the the Houston's, the Yankees, the Angels, so far this season, it's when adversity is going to hit these teams. At, at what point this season is is one of the big boys going to go down? Are, are you going to lose Trouter for two weeks? Uh, and then what does that look like? Because uh, right now, I mean, the formula is awesome. Look who comes up in the first inning for the Angels. <laughs> like it, it, it's insane. Uh, and they're they're pitching more than enough to get there. We thought this Tampa uh, visit might be a little bit of a test. I think kind of like you're saying, end of a 10-game West Coast trip. Uh, I, I don't know if you're getting full steam from Tampa. And they rolled them in the first two games, which, hey, keep winning series um, and keep those big boys hitting uh, at the top of that lineup going because that's, that's going to be enough to carry you at least into the playoffs. Uh, I think injuries, trade deadline, all of that will end up dictating who who will win the West. But you don't you don't just bet against the Astros um, until they get proven not to. Staying on the the Rays and the Angels, I said everything about the Angels. I think they're fun. I actually, I think that I think they have staying power. I don't think I think the Astros are still the team to beat, and and 
talk about them at a later time. But I like the Angels. I think they're going to be in the mix for the season. I don't think it's going to be like a crazy fall. I, guys they brought in, it, it, it's looking good. The Rays, on the other hand, a team that I have been on record of being perpetually scared of and saying, like, I never count them out. Trev, I also believe in record against good teams. And the Rays have won two games against teams over 500. That win against the Angels and one game against the Twins. They are like two and eight or something like that. Um, The Rays, and and they haven't played anyone in the AL East yet. Three games against the Orioles, three games against the Red Sox. They haven't played Toronto yet. They haven't played the Yankees yet. Um, I'm hand up. I don't like the Rays. I'm scared of them. I don't like them. And I also respect very much that they're going to be good at the end of the day. I'm so, and the Yankees still don't, we don't see them for a while. I'm super interested in what this Rays team is. I mean, they're still 19 and 19 and 13. Like they just get it done. And it's, I think that's how we feel almost. I mean, that's how I feel almost every single year with the Rays. It's like, is it going to happen again? They're going to continue to do this. I talked to Cash before the game or game three. Uh, I was like, you guys do anything different? It's the same old story. There's like, same old story, bro. Like, not much has changed in the way they approach games, the way they do things pregame. Uh, they're, the Rays going to Ray, baby. And so I think they'll be just fine. Every time you look at their roster or their lineup, you're like, huh? Uh, but they find ways to exploit platoons and they just, they just get it done. But the Angels, you know, they took care of business. I do have a little bit of fear with the Angels starting pitching. I don't know if it's going to be this good all year long. Uh, and that would be the one thing that would maybe bring him down in the race. But I look, it's looking like, James, this is going to be the team that you and I are going to have to eat our words on. And I, you know what? That's I'm fine because they're being, so, they're, fine they're being so fun. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. I mean, they're doing Squid it. Squid looks great out there, made a bunch of fucking plays. Like, yeah, that's nice. That's nice to be able to shore up like, a, you know, your middle infield and they don't need offense out of him. Just go field the field the ball, dude. Uh, I'm on record. If Velasquez gets 125 games at shortstop, I think that kid wins a gold glove out there. It's it's special. I mean, he was getting he was getting parsed out playing time, Baltimore, New York, everywhere he's hopped around and he was still being special. And that was without getting like the regular reps. You need. You just be, need. You need the the Wards and the Marsh and the Otani and the Trout to be car- and Rindo- carrying the offense because he's not giving them much with the stick. Oh, nothing, nothing. I yeah. yeah I'm, I'm not even talking about that. I just how special that kid is defensive. To um, get the 120 games, I'm saying. Um, you know. uh, it's uh, yeah. He looks really I, good. And I, I think Madden's the kind of manager that would just let him run out there. If you're playing, if right. you're playing solid middle infield defense, yeah. If the other guys are hitting and they're winning, absolutely. It's it's going to be like the future of baseball, especially when we start banning shifts, truly measuring how much a defensive shortstop with a 500 OPS, but if they're special, special, what kind of value does that bring? So that'll be future of baseball in a couple of years. But we're uh, we're having fun in Anaheim. And, yeah, the Rays, I, you guys, you hit every point. It's, okay, are they 19 and 13? They got their brutal West Coast trip done for the season and they're not fully clicking yet? Or They had a good West Coast trip. Or, I mean, that's the best part of their season. Or are these Rays, you know, a tick down from Rays of past years, which I talked myself in before the season. Um, I'm interested to see their numbers-wise. They're not lighting anything up except stolen bases. First in stolen bases in baseball. So Rays going to raise a little bit. Yeah. Um, seven, seven and three West Coast trip. Is really, really good. It's not really, really amazing. Good. 
And by the way, uh, uh, McClanahan, I think, did he just miss out on awards this episode? Not to give too much away. Um, no, you might yeah, hear about we'll him talk later. about him. Yeah, we got to yeah. keep keep rolling. Um, Yankees and the Blue Jays. It's only two games, so I don't let's not spend too much time on it. Yankees are rolling right now. They're getting pitching. The the bullpen works, and then Judge uh, timely hitting, um, big through and home run. Judge is looking the best I've seen him look, and and um, Glaber's the story with the clutch hitting. On the Blue Jays side of things, not much went wrong. Romano blew the save. He he looked like he was having a very off night. Uh, but Blue Jays fans, when I was trying to sing Romano's praises, Blue Jays fans were in the chat saying, "Ah, hold your breath a little. He has actually gotten lucky." So maybe that's what they're talking about. Um, and wasn't his fastball down like two, three? Miles fastball per was hour down like three so... miles per hour, and the slider was just being Gosh. hung. Um, and then, uh, and then Barrios got. I didn't even realize it was Barrios pitching when I was watching that game. I kind of like lost. I was I, I, at the end, Jake and I were recapping. I was like, wait, that was Barrios? Like, mm-hmm. I didn't even like put it together, but I've been trying to tell Trev as a Yankee fan, mm-hmm. I've never been scared of the guy. I respect him against other teams, but it just seems like this happens every three starts where the Yankees just fucking blow him up. Well, he, ha- he hasn't had a good year to start the year. And a lot of people have been asking me, hey, can you fix Barrios? Can you fix Barrios? I haven't looked at a lot of tape on him. Um, here's what I do know about him when he struggles. He'll leave pitches over the plate, and he'll you, you can eliminate some pitches sometimes on him if he's not having, uh, you know, his his slider working or his slurve working. Then you could just kind of sit on his fastball, and that'll run over the plate sometimes. Um, he can allow some big hits. Let me go look at the tape, get back to you, Blue Jays fans, see if I can fix the guy because he's definitely someone they need right now. Uh, two games above five hundred. I think they're two and seven in the last nine, three and seven last ten. If you want to go back to the ten. Uh, I think it's a little bump in the road for the Blue Jays. You know, I think this is a team that's 100% going to be there at the end of the season. You know, just a bad run of games for them. And the Yankees are hot. Fucking Yankees are hot. If they win, if if San, if uh, excuse me, Judge doesn't hit that homer, it could be different the next day. That's a momentum changing swing right there. And that place was fucking going nuts, dude. And Joe's McFly, by the way, an article Whoops. in the fucking New Yorker Whoops. went nuts. Classic reaction from Joe's, the exorcist reaction. The year of Joe's. The Yankee fans, the the Yankee fans like to watch, watch the Yankees is what I'd say. Um, Yeah, the the Yankees numbers, uh, everything lines up. The feels are awesome. I think it's like 16 and 2 in their last 18 now. Uh, Times are good that you've got me... I mean, my shorts are ridiculous. Yankee shorts right now. Shout out Tom Ace. Like, it's it's peacock time for Yankee fans. Peacock time for Astros fans, too. Yeah. Ten in a row. They sweep the Twins. They jump back to first place. I know they're getting some awards or some standouts uh, later in the episode, and we're running a little long, so I think we just say they're really good. Uh, on the twin side of things, Trev, do you have anything that the people should know? Correa, uh, we talked about, he's just trying to, I think they need some help on the bench. He, they wasn't on the IL originally, so he's going to just take the last couple of days of that off. You um, can retroact it, so he's trying to come back on the minimum time. Uh, the Twins pitching, starting pitching, is just hasn't been what it was, and I think that's kind of expected. If you look around you know, the Twins' Twitter sphere, that's kind of what they're saying. It's like, look, we, we had a good run there. We couldn't expect it to last that long, and it's kind of just – Hasn't taken a nosedive, but the starters haven't been what they needed to be as of late. 
still in first place. Uh, White Sox coming, kind of looking like it's going to be a two-team race there if the Twins can continue. Um, but honestly, it wouldn't shock me if the White Sox just kind of ran away with a thing towards the end of the year as they get healthy as well. I don't know. Hmm. They're an odd watch right now. They, they, they are play, an odd watch right now. They play the Guardians, uh, two-game set. Jake, Naylor, you love him? Oh, barely know her. He's uh, uh, in intensity, passion. I mean, it's, it's what I like in sports. It's what I like in lovemaking. It's what I like in music. <laughs> like, if you like... You ask me some of my favorite songs, they end up with like people screaming and like crying because I'm like, yeah, I like that. That's emotion. I know nothing about music. Um, yeah, I mean, what what, what? Na- what Naylor did, you might even hear more about him a little later. But uh, and man, Cleveland hitting, they're they're still going. Uh, we we call them that that pitching team, Chris Rose's pitching team. But holy smokes, they're they're still kind of hitting the hell out of the ball. Naylor's putting up a season now. Um, and yeah, White Sox, man. Uh, we just got our first taste of them last night. It, it wasn't too pretty. They do have a laundry list of injuries, but um, I don't know. I, I'm I hated the Guardians coming into the season. How about this? I'm kind of ruined for them. Shake it up. Show the big bad White Sox they they ain't it. Show the Twins that their pitching's a mess. Like go nuts, Guardians. You you won you won me back, and damn it, they didn't spend any money. That's why I hated them. So now I'm off them again. Ugh. But you're on the players. I'm, you're off the front office. Yes. Yes. Chris I'm Rose. off the Guardians. I'm off the Guardians. I don't think they're going to be around towards the end of the year. I do like some of the players on the team. Obviously, we know what they can do pitching the ball, and, and they've hit. You know, they've had some guys have really good offensive years so far. The White Sox, for me, are – they're 15-15. and 15. I played horrible baseball. <laughs> That's how I feel. But and White Sox fans in the chat, tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like they played horrible baseball. They've kicked the ball around a ton. They've had some injuries. They're still 500. How do you feel? I mean, the, the bullpen is kind of interesting. They were like, I think you drafted their bullpen or, something. you know, they definitely were a bullpen that got sung a lot of praises by everyone. They've lost like two of the last three games. Like they've lost a lot of games. I think the names that, the names that you thought were going to get it done aren't. And then, like, that game two after Giolito, the names that got it done were not who you're expecting. I don't know. They're they're an odd watch right now. I, they obviously still have the talent. And and then, like, Giolito gave you that outing and and even the Kopech in the game that they came back. Kopech's been incredible. It's like, so, yeah, I mean, they're I'm in not, a mode not, right now where one facet is going wrong. Yeah. And, and that facet is tanking the game. That's what it feels like for the White Sox. And it's always something different. Defense. Not hitting, starting or relieving. So like something's gonna tank us today. I'm not worried about their pitching. Um, you know, I know Hendricks has had a few hiccups there. Joe Kelly made his debut and you know got got banged around a little bit. But um, you know, that's why they went and signed Kendall Graven, which I, I still can't believe that like he went to the White Sox. This is before they, they got him before Crochet was out, uh, but they still had Kimbrell at the time as well. Uh like any other team could have just jumped in. And what did he sign for? Three for 24, something like that. Three for 24. Any Dang. other team could have went in and taken him. And he's been lights out. I, I think this White Sox team is going to hit its stride. They've, like I said, they've just been a, it's been a tough watch. They've uh, treaded water enough. And then, yeah, you know, we got to get some guys back. Um, Abreu's got to kind of got to get it going a little bit there. And I'm really looking forward to 
our boy Lance Lynn. I don't. The reports are weirder on him. They, they think it's going to be another month, but we'll see. I'm still high on them. Okay. Tigers and Athletics. They play five games. Where were you when the Tigers and Athletics met for a five-game set? Man, I'll, I'll say this, baseball fans. Go check out, if you think your team is struggling, go check out some of the Tigers' offensive numbers. It's disgusting. Um, I, I feel bad. I mean, there's a lot of bona fide MLB studs. Um, they have only one guy with an OPS in the sevens. They're, they're kind of having their own seven-year-old birthday party, Austin Meadows. Uh, they're last in slugging. They're slugging as a team 302. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my guy, Drew Davis, from the Blitzball Battle. My guy, my godson. He, uh, he sent me a screenshot from Jimmy Norp, huge Tigers fan, MLW legend. Uh, and I said, oh, thanks, meat. Because um, he's a little scared to come in the warehouse. But, yeah, I mean, the Tigers are kind of just uh, they're a sad, sad offense right now. They were relying on some young guys to carry that offense, which is never really a good idea if you're an organization, if you want to listen up to this, you're in a front office. Like, you can't really rely on the young guys to go do it. And even who you brought in, Baez, he's more of an all-around player than just some big offensive threat. So, they, I mean, you kind of had to see some of this coming, maybe not to this extent. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been tough to watch. If you're a Tigers fan, it's been – you had some high hopes. You went and spent some money. You, you had some, you know, some young pitching that was ready to to be who you know you think they can be, and then they just played pretty bad ball. And a lot of it's offensively driven too, but all around, I just don't think it's been very good. Tried to search out to give some A's some love because they won four out of these five games, and I'm just this is a bad way to do. It. I know Sean Murphy had a big uh, homer in one of the games. He was the first one, but or or a big RBI. I forget. Anyway, the A's is just like you can't look at like three guys. I mean, Bentoncourt had a really good series. I know Kemp made a really nice defensive play, but they had ten guys. Dude, that shit was crazy. I know he was shocked by it. He's made a couple. That's crazy. Um, they had the A's had ten different guys uh, with RBIs, and they had ten different guys score runs. It's like just really spread out. Which is a credit to the A's, but also just like an even bigger discredit to the Tigers. Like you just got beat by everyone. Yeah, well, the A's don't have you know a, a bat that's gonna just you know win games for them. So they they're gonna have to do that if they want to win any games. Um, they just got a lot of short names: Sean Murphy, Tony Kemp, Jed Lowry, Kevin Smith, Seth Brown, Elvis Andrews, Chad Pinder. And the A's, the A's, the A's bullshit always comes from their pitching. They have two relievers that haven't given up an earned run this year. <laughs> Danny Jimenez and Sam Mull, uh, guys who might not be in your book. A.J. Puck looks like he might have that bounce back year you've been looking for, Trev. And Paul Blackburn uh, is your prototypical. There will be an A starting pitcher every year who just kind of lights it up. 31 innings, a 174 ERA. If you told a team you're going to have a 600 collective OPS over a five-game series, you wouldn't be too stoked on it. But this team just did that one four out of five. Two bad teams. And got, they wore I got Zach Logue their... as my A's guy, Jake. Okay. Like what he's doing. This is interesting. They they were the home team. Is you know, it was one of those scheduled um, games, doubleheaders, I believe, uh, in game two, where the A's were the home team in Detroit. Mm. 
So I was like, you know, are they going to wear white unis? But they didn't. They kept their gray unis on. Which is interesting, interesting to me. I guess it makes it easier to travel with one less set of uniforms for the clubhouse guys. Pretty nice. Yeah. Where's Frankie right. Montas going to be pitching? Who knows? The Rangers take two out of three from the Royals. Good job by our dude Hearn. Good job by the other Rangers starting pitchers. Seager had three home runs. Backyard Brad had five hits with two homers. Good for them. Texted. Tigers are bailing out the Royals on the sadness scale. Texted Taylor Hearn said great start. He said light work. So uh, just expect oh, no. just expect more of that. I was I was I saw his sister on Twitter, Robin. She was tweeting like, "Why'd they take him out?" And I was wondering if it was about Hearn or. If, and then she did another thing, a basketball tweet. So then I was wondering if it was a basketball tweet, and I never followed up because I was. Um, his pitch count was really low. I decided not to ask him just because. Hey, two two good back to back starts. Let Hearn Hearn. Yeah. Okay. So big development from the Ranger side of things. Uh, one Garver's going in the IL, so Jonah Heim is going to get wow. you know a little run here. Wow. Which he's played. He played, yeah. So, anyways, he followed me on Instagram. Wow. Or maybe it was Twitter. One of them. Me and Jonah. So he heard you have his buddies. back. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Tall, strikingly handsome with good hair guy. You it's rang. Bonks. It's right up my alley, baby. Let's do the IL. I'm going to crank this IL. Hit the music, Big Z. Just like our band, Crooked Ways. Hey! In the interleague series, your Phillies took on the Seattle Marineras, uh, and they got sauced. Phillies won the sandwich, the bread games of the series. Jim, your guy Ranger Suarez dropped it. Six shutty. You like that. Uh, the Mariners took game two. They won five to four, and there was one earned run from the Phillies. Mean Gene, the fighting machine. Uh, so, yeah, four earned runs both ways. Phillies lose, not known for their defense. They take it in the battle of the gates of Gibraltar, Gilbert and Falter on the mound for the respective teams. Big Reese Hoskins, friend of the pod, Trev's kind of guy. He had a massive series, um, and the Phillies relievers did their job. They take two out of three. Braves and Red Sox split a two-gamer. Boring. Uh, Red Sox had a fun inning. They probably liked that. They put up a six spot in game one to win that. And then in the second game, they lose. Sorry, Red Sox. Trevor Story hits his first home run. Eh? Eh. So that might be of note. And Chris Sale says he's going to start throwing in a matter of days, not weeks. Sounds like a rap lyric if you say it like that. Six days. Six days. Orioles played the Cardinals. Birds take two out of three. There is a note this was the first bird team matchup of the season. I can't confirm or deny, but I'll believe it. Why not? You got to believe in something in this life. And why don't you believe in Kyle Bradish, the young pitcher for the Orioles who dropped it. Seven innings pitched, two earned runs, 11 Ks, first career win. And he beat Jimmy's guy, Packy Naughton. So that's a memory. Uh, Cardinals took the middle game in a blowout. And then Orioles bookend it with the series ending. Oh no, my short king Tyler O'Neill. Some bad base running to end the game. No, 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 you can't do that, my friend. Um, and that's your interleague. Th- three series, one two game split, nobody cares about. Phillies do good, Orioles do good. Mm. 
What do you need? What do you want? Where are we uh, dropping, Mariners have now lost five series in a row. Mm-hmm. Mariners have lost like eight of their last 10 games. Feel bad for them. The Mariners. <laughs> I was told that we had to mention George Kirby, although he didn't throw in any of this series. Yeah, he, he like, got mentioned. Mention him. He got mentioned last time. So, so the- didn't mention him. He was going to be pissed at me. So um, there it is. Okay. Are there only three bird teams? In, in baseball, there's a lot more bird teams in football. There's only three in baseball. Jays, Cardinals, Orioles, unless we're missing. And one. the schedule, if you are in The Marlins are like a bird of the sea. No. Well, okay. I could be persuaded. Don't they have, don't they have like wings? This, this, this schedule this year? Yeah. Specifically for the AL East, I don't know if it's this way for the other divisions as well. I could look into it. I guess let us know. Let us know. Stinks. Have have has your team not played any in division teams? Because in the AL East, Trev, the Yankees haven't played the Rays yet. They haven't played in Fenway yet. They the Rays haven't played the Blue Jays yet. The Blue Jays haven't played the Orioles yet. It just seems like, you know, we're 30 games in and there's so many no division games. I don't know. It's weird. It's interesting. It's an interesting point. Uh, I think a lot of times I like to save those for the end of the year, but I agree. Maybe it's just a weird yeah, I mean, start the, of the year. Fucking the Rays end of the year is yeah. brutal. They have in September, I think they have 18 games against the Yankees and the or 15 games against the Yankees and the Blue Jays. Yeah. Anyway, people in chat not happy with me saying a marlin is a is a bird. Oh. You said it was a bird of the sea. It's a bird of the Never. sea. It's a bird of the sea. Um, good, good job by the Phillies and my dude Ranger Suarez. Phillies we went out and did it. Um, we can't talk about the Braves and the Red Sox. Two games set. What are we doing? And the Cardinals, the Orioles are pesky. How uh, Mariners fans in the chat sound off. How are you guys feeling? Are you going to be okay? Jared Kelnick going back to New York this week. I actually gave him a ton of credit this morning on baseball today. Why are you, what are you laughing at, bro? Orioles fans in chat sound off. (laughs) No, I said Mariners. I know. They need to tell us what's going on. I need yeah. to hear the vibe because when we don't give them enough credit, Mariners fans get pissed at us. And now I don't want to give them any credit because I just got s- swept by the freaking Phillies. But I gave Kelnick some credit earlier this morning because he's making adjustments with his swing. I am one of the only believers in this guy right now. Nobody's believing him except for me. Mm. I think he can turn it around. He's showing the adjustments. He'll be fine, guys. I'm kind of adopting There's- the Orioles. I like the Orioles. Yeah. I have the Orioles. I have the Orioles as uh, um, Orioles fans are going to hate this, but you're actually a Yankees ally right now. You know, first place team and fifth place team are usually friends because you want the fifth place team to just kind of do your bidding for you and go like, you know, take out their ankles while you're lining up the sniper shot at the head situation. Mm. So I like that the Orioles are keep winning series and just being pesky. Man, and then just bow down and lose whenever you come to the Bronx deal mariners it's kind of go time man otherwise like you're gonna be you don't want it to become trade deadline and we stop talking about you you gotta go mariners 
Trev, you have a question. Sound off. Oh, the chat. I freaking love it. This is why I asked the chat to sound off sound a little off, bit. Yeah. Okay. It's, what, what's today? Tell me. Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Jeff Passon. No, what's Jeff today? Passon Thank Jeff you. Passon Jeff Passon Day. Lions with a Z said, since Jeff Passon said we were the best team in the AL West, we've gone 3 and 12. Wow. Oh the my. curse of Jeff Passon. Dude, that's the opposite of what the snakes have done. So Jeff doing that empowered my snake energy for the snakes to go. T- yeah, wow. Eat shit, Jeff. Happy Jeff Passing Day. I'm on Jeff's side. Team does so good. You publicly support them, and then they just make you look like a fool. Root of the Mariners. Curse to make him. Yeah, they cursed oh. him. Double curse. Crap. All right, let's move on to the second half of the show where we are going to give out some standout performances, awards, slump watch, and fuego, and the works. And it's brought to you by Jim. You want to talk about a standout performance? How about Muggsy and the job it does on your shapely body? Uh, G- Muggsy jeans, they're the only jeans that John Boy puts on his body. That's a true statement. That's a true statement. Um, I was new to Muggsy. I said, what is this Muggsy jeans? And man, they have roped me in. They are the most damn comfortable jeans around. Uh, their words and my words. Uh, most comfortable jeans on the planet. Their words and my words. Um, more room for your balls. No more hugging your balls, Trev. Never too baggy. Never too skinny. Always just right. They just dropped 10 fresh new designs for their swim collection. Hello, that seems a little... I'm going to have to look into that. Some 7-inch seams? Yep. Sign me up. Uh, Muggsy is great. They also, like, they have, like, black denim. They have green that, like, they don't look like denim pants, so you can kind of style it up. We love Muggsy. Go to Muggsy.com. Use promo code BASEBALL. 10% off your entire order. That's Muggsy.com. Promo code BASEBALL for 10% off your entire order. Chris Rose does a great Muggsy read for us on baseball today. And I took some pictures and a video of C. Rose uh, going to the dessert line. uh, Angel Stadium. I saw that. I laughed out loud. (laughs) All the comments were like, bro, are those Muggsy jeans on C-Rose? They look great. Like, this is a real comments, yeah. man. They do. They even make C-Rose with that frumpy dad bod you worked so hard <laughs> to keep. They even make this dude look good. Imagine what they can do for you if you just have, like, an average body. You sniping Rosie in the dessert line. That, uh, that got me. <laughs> he made us go. He made us fucking <laughs> go back. Like, we were, like, ready to leave for the day. And he's like, I got to go. <laughs> gotta go to the dessert line. <laughs> Got to. And then he wouldn't know. let me. St- then he wouldn't let me get a beer at the end of the day. So it's like, dude, I know that we're running long, Jake, and you have to go. But can I share oh, with the people yes. and with with Trev the prank that happened to me? Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. So we're at the Rangers game. Go Rangers. Go Rangers. Go Rangers. Go. Uh, the New York Rangers invited us to the hockey game and, uh, you know, Jake and I are, you're in stadium mode, man. And you're just, you know, it's kind of like a holiday nothing counts. And a guy walks by me with uh, a cup of ice cream and I go, Hey, I look good. Jake says he doesn't remember this, but Jake said, uh, I think they're like five bucks too, bro. And I said, wow. I and s- then I said, I'm going to go find those. And he goes, maybe get a couple. 
And then I said, <laughs> I, yeah, I said all of that. I never said I wanted one. Yeah. So I come back with two and Jake's like, what the fuck, dude? I don't want this. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Well, there's a lot of signs there, man. No, I was, <laughs> I wanted you to have two. I'm rooting for you. You're wearing mudsies. You're comfy. That's a lot of ice cream. I yeah. didn't even eat the, fir- the full one. I had like three spoonfuls. Anyway, anyway, I go try to find this uh, ice cream place in the garden and I go up to the first lady just like the first main stand. And I'm like, Hey, I saw a cup of ice cream. Like, where's that at? She goes, Oh, that's a, it's like a, a cart down the way is called gaze. And I said, gaze. And she said, yeah, it's a, it's a vendor cart gaze ice cream. All right. And she said, it's that way, that way. So I just started walking and halfway through, I realized I can't like go up to someone and be like, where's gaze ice cream. And it wasn't called gays, I don't think. She just pranked me into not being able to ask for future help, which made me laugh real good. It's like a really good like prank. Like G-A-Z-E? No. Like gazing I, into I your mean, eyes? She didn't, she didn't spell it out loud. I have no idea. Yes. Did but you get the ice cream like, or not? I did. I, it took me a long cream. time. Yeah. Hmm. Gave it Sounds to Jake. Good. Jake gave it to Kyle. And Kyle housed it. I've had ice cream in so long. Trev, you've been proud of me. I passed it along. Not this time. Yeah, I don't, you know, that's why I don't, like, we don't have ice cream in the house or anything. Anyway, gays ice cream. I was I was like, I gotta, can't mm. be asking someone. I, did, I fucking crushed that ice cream. did have three beers, and I might have kicked one, like, all over the stands. Like, comically, a comical amount of beer everywhere. Standout be performances. Be there for game seven. Standout performances. Stand I took the layup out. here. I took the layup here. I took Reed Detmers. Mm. Nine innings pitched, zero earned runs, two strikeouts, zero hits, one walk, one error. Again, the walk did turn into a double play, so he still could have faced the minimum if the error didn't happen. I believe it was the walk that turned into double play. But a no-hitter, 11th career start. It's an easy standout, man. The Rays, isn't there some weird stat like the Rays have been no hit more than any other team, even though they have only like a 30 year history? They don't care. I know they don't care, but I I feel like they are. That is the, funny. They are on the other end of a lot of no hitters. So good job. I read Detmers. I had a bunch of stats. Um, 28 batters faced, 14 first pitch strikes. At the end of it, he started going to his curveball to get a first pitch strike. He wasn't running from contacts. The Rays were just kind of like hitting into easy outs, really. It says they had like nine hard hit balls, but I watched them all and none of them were ever. The only one that you would be like, ooh, off the bat was the one over Rendon's head. So it was just a lot of like easy outs. Love it. I knew I, I knew you'd end up there, Jim, because, uh, I mean, a no-hitter with only two strikeouts, I think a lot of the nerds say not impressive, and I think you say extra impressive. Extra impressive. You can induce weak con- – inducing weak contact is, is a better skill set than inducing swings and misses because he got to throw all nine innings. And in a land where pitchers get hurt and bullpens get tired and you have the shuttle up and down – a pitcher pitching more innings is more valuable than it's ever been because five years ago they said it's worth nothing and they kind of scrapped it. And now it's like, well, shit, we need someone to save our bullpen today. Can you give us some length? Like, I don't know. 
you don't let me throw more than 100 pitches, I guess I'll try to induce bad contact. I was going to see if he's ever been a strikeout guy. I know, last year, he wasn't a strikeout guy, you know, only in five starts, obviously. Um, in the minor leagues, I, I guess I got to go look that up. But it's interesting. Yeah, like you, he, he is a highly touted prospect, but you look at his stuff and it's it's compared to what we see around the league and other pitchers, it's not like it's going to blow you away with the stuff. But if you can induce a soft contact like that, Travis, place for you in the game. Travis, because he, he, he took the quick path, man. He was drafted... 10th overall in 2020. Yeah. Um, so he's only got 62 minor league innings where he has 108 strikeouts. So, yeah, I, th- I think he's going to have that, but I think it's probably going to be a little later because he's not learning against double-A AA and triple-A hitters. He's learning He's learning against the big boys. We were talking to Lorenzen before the game, and I was pissed. I said, this guy didn't even, he didn't even grind it out in the freaking minor leagues. Now here he is enjoying the beautiful big leagues. I'll, first of all, I was supposed to go first. No big deal. I'll take wow. you to another young lefty. My standout performance is going to Shane McClanahan, partly because I was at the game and got to see his stuff. Uh, he went seven innings pitched, uh, seven shutty, 11 Ks, with only one walk. I believe he leads the AL in strikeouts right now. Uh, his stuff is electric. You know, even I was joking with a C Rose. I, said, oh, I think I can hit this guy. Uh, but you saw some swings he was getting from the Angels hitters uh, and just kind of we got down there real close at one point. Ball hums out of his hand. Things going kind of all over the place. Uh, he's going to be around for a while. And for the Rays to have like a, an arm like him and we'll see what they turn him into. He's already nasty. But I think, you know, when they really get their paws sunk into him, mm. I think he's going to be around for a long time. So shout out Shane McClanahan. Shout out. Nice and you were supposed to go first. My bad, Trev. It's okay. Could be a difference maker. If Shane McClanahan. Yeah, uh, James, you you dude. you like keeping team. Sorry, you like keeping your team in games. He hasn't allowed more than three runs in any start. Oh yeah. Until he sees the Yankees. Whoops. Ooh. Okay. Jake. Fellas, uh, I am going to. I I teased it before. I am going with my fellow thick king, Josh Naylor. Um, listed 5'11", 250, so I think we're giving him 5'10", 251. Um, a beautiful build, beautiful eyes, Cheshire Cat. Um, and by the way, this guy's moved around a little bit in his young career. It looks like the light switch may have clicked, and I hope it does. Um because on the year, he's hitting a casual 347, 377, 988 OPS. But what he did in that game, if you haven't seen the clip of him freaking out uh, after hitting his home run, uh, it's a must-watch because if you love passion uh, and meeting sports, it's what's it all about. And, Jim, you like giving the standout performance to a pitcher usually. They control the game. They kind of dictate the outcome. Uh, when my guy, Josh Naylor, it's a couple late three-run homers to give himself an eight-RBI day. Uh, He was that dude. Uh, Top of the 11th, uh, he hits one, and I think the other one was in the ninth inning. So, yeah, you hit two three-run homers after the ninth inning. That's a really good formula. Uh, Came back from that game. I think the team was down, what, 8-2 in the ninth, something like that. So, uh and man, go watch the video of him screaming into his own dugout. It's uh it's a beautiful thing. 
little scary. He also had an RBI double in the eighth. He kind of put him close uh, to the White Sox and uh, AJ Pollock, that motherfucker, mm. broke my forearm. <laughs> um, hits it. He hit the three run homer to get it out the lead out again. But Naylor was nasty, nasty Naylor, thick boy too. Oh, real thick. He's got a fun like four build. or five C's on that. He's got too, a not just fun two. build, man. Okay. Uh, shout out. To, we had some donations in the chat. We haven't okay. shouted out. Um, we did. Our guy. Um, yeah. Who it was? Feo, I know, did something. He was talking about uh, where to get the the gay ice cream mm. at Madison Square Garden, section one fifteen. So if you want to know that, you got that. And then it Mark Richardson. That? He said it's called Big Gay Ice Cream. Oh, so section oh, one fifteen. Yes. That is an ice cream place in the city. Yes. yes, I should have put that together. That's funny that she. She just goes, the thing is called gays. Mine gay went straight to big, G-A-Z-E when they said no, that. Big, gay ice, big gay ice cream section like in, 115, yeah, Madison Square Garden. And then Mark Richardson, $10. Thank you. Said, can we slump watch say Suzuki? Maybe we will. Mm. Maybe. Zach, can you hit the slump watch sound? Mm. Now, Trev, you have the NL. So mm. usually the, whoever has the NL runs us through, but also you hide. I don't know if Zach has the robot. But I'll I can I can do it for you if you want. I have it. Yeah, I'd rather just you guys do it. All right, here we go. Gio some guy said up. I look like some Logan Paul co-host. What does that mean? Damn. Well, I think you know roasted, roasted. Uh, all right, this is who we had on Slump Watch. We have some good claps. We have a really good clap here. Avisel Garcia. He goes five for twelve with a homer and three RBIs. Jake. So I think he gets like that's what it's all about. A round of is applause taken, is getting him off. Yuli Gurriel, he went two for nine with a K and a hit by pitch, 300 on base, 222, off but no clap, right? He's off. He gets one clap, but the Astros don't even, like, need it. So All right. Young, thick Austin Riley, he went one for six with a walk and a hit by pitch, a 375 on base. It was a two-game set against uh, the Red Sox, which we don't talk about. Right. Split two-game sets, so I don't. I don't know what you want to do. I kind of want to leave him. I, I want Young Thick to to get off, and I think he will. So two games set, that was almost unfair to him. Okay. And then Gio Rochella, he goes one for eight with a K, but he broke up the no-hitter, oh. which is pretty huge. So I'm giving him a clap, and we'll take him off because yeah. if you're going to get one hit, you got to make it, like, really worth it, and, you know, the rest of the team didn't get any. So Yeah. All right, and then potential new ads. We got Schwarber went 0 for 13. Jose Abreu goes 0 for 10. I'd rather not put Jose Abreu on as the Yankees have three more games against the White Sox. Kike Hernandez 0 for 10 with a K. Toro 0 for 10 with 2K. A lot of overs. Grossman 0 for 15 with three walks. So I think easily out of this crew, Grossman, those three walks set him aside. Yeah, and the Tigers just don't hit in general. So Bobby dodges that. Uh, Schwarbo seems like a layup. Yeah, let's throw him on. We love him. He'll he'll get himself off. Um, and then it. yeah, I I kind of wasn't gonna do Kike for the same argument uh, that you gave Jose Abreu, but the Red Sox could use it. Like I I don't know. It's fun when the Red Sox are better, and we like Kike. So maybe I we'll like get Kike. Him. So yeah. yeah, let's get let's get him going. Uh, and then Toro. It's Jeff Passing Day, and you know Toro Toro's Mariners. You know, mm, okay, yeah, and he got traded, and Passon probably reported that. Oh, thousand percent, 
Probably incredible. let people know. Hey, this happened. Okay. There's something, something that happened. Bang. Done. Good job. All right, Zach, can you throw the Enfuego sound, sound mm. effect on? Dirt nasties on Fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like Waco. Trev, tell us who's hot. Who had some good, uh, who had a good week? This is so fun when I get to do this. Well, we already talked about Josh Naylor. Do I need to go into it again? Five for nine, three homers, a double, nine ribbies. I mean, it's all kind of coming in one game there. He's hot. You know who's always hot? Mike fucking Trout with the 250 OPS plus. That means he's worth two and a half players. That's ridiculous. He went five for seven, three homers, six RBIs, three walks. The guy's career on base percentage is 420. Career. My goodness. Reese Hoskins, he is my guy, not kind of my guy. Six for 13, three homers, seven RBIs. Shohei saw him live. I put a picture out on my Instagram of him eating his sliding gloves. Six for 13, two homers, a double, five RBIs. Edwin Rios swinging a hot bat for the Dodgers. Five for 10, two homers, a double, seven ribbies. Corey Seager getting it going. I like that. I really like Corey Seager. I think he's one of the guys that we need to like more. Yeah. Three for 10, all of them, James, homers. Three homers, two walks. Gene Segura, kind of underrated player right there. Didn't he lead the league in hits a few years with the Brewers? Five for nine, two home runs, four RBIs, three walks. And then Wilson Contreras, seven for 10. That's a nice series. A homer, two walks. And he also got hit by two pitches. OBP, baby. It's nice to see Edwin Rios. Uh... He had a, a rough year last year, but he's he like never is going to get run on that team. And he feels like a guy that the Dodgers should, should, should say, Hey, we love you, but we think maybe we're blocking you. He can hit the ball. Hit Every the time ball. I kind of tune into a Dodgers game and I'm really intently watching and he's playing, I'm like impressed with his at bats. He can look so, silly sometimes, but like he's got some thump. Yeah. So he'll be in the Luis Castillo to the Dodgers trade. Got it. Damn. 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 Uh, speaking of damn, uh, you guys need to shave your downstairs. Hmm. Um, and there's really, truly only one option. Fuck. It's Manscaped. Oh, easy. Uh, Manscaped, the ultra smooth package. It's back, baby. Wow. It's Trevor Plouffe circa 2005. The Lawnmower 4.0. Grab your handy-dandy Lawnmower 4.0. Give your boys a classic trim. Then you're going to want to grab the crop exfoliator. Mm-hmm. You go to the crop gel with its four essential oils. It's a spa day for your testicles. Then it's time to shave the crop shaver, shaving that groin area with confidence. That's what it's all about. Whether you're in the batter's box or you're shaving around your mailbox, it's all about confidence. With the Manscaped Ultra Smooth Package, why don't you... Go to manscaped.com. Use code TALKIN. No G on the end. T-A-L-K-I-N. TALKIN at manscaped.com. You'll get 20% off plus free shipping with that code TALKIN. Manscaped.com. They're your only option. Go over there. Shave your balls and stuff. Do you you use the razor? Because Manscaped just sent me out the package. It's the nice uh, triple blade razor. You can really get it close down there. Do you do that? Uh, for special occasions. I mean, that, that's not a, you know, that's not my regular. Normally it's just a tidy up with the 4.0, but you know, if I, maybe if there's a, a big wedding or, you know, oh, wedding. If, if, 
Me it's and nice uh, and respectful of you. Yeah, I like to show. It's a little tribute to the bride and groom. I did this for you. I recently had a discussion, and this guy that I talked to about, he said he'd never done it before. And I said, you know, you got to give it a try. Yeah, go with the the razor down there and check it out. Be careful. Be careful, Trev. Why don't you be careful with your first award? My award. What did I say my award was? Oh, this is a good one. No Correa. No problem. We talked about this guy quite a bit on the show already. Um, definitely front runner for AL Rookie of the Year, Jeremy Pena, shortstop of the Houston Astros. I wanted to just give him a little bit of love. Mm. Um, and we talked at the beginning of the season. The way the other Astros players were talking about him, you know, raised our eyebrows a little bit. They were calling him a superstar. And I don't know if it was you guys or if it was Chris Rose who said, well, everyone talks about like the young guy like that, but they don't really, not that word, you know, star is reserved for someone you think can really do it. Now in my times, Buxton, we're like, this guy's going to be a star. Miguel Snow, this guy's going to be a star. I think Buck has lived up to the, the title. I think Snow kind of has, I don't know. He's been a really good player. Uh, I don't know about his future in Minnesota now, but anyway, Jeremy Pena has been absolutely awesome. He is leading the AL and B war. Um, he's hitting the ball. He's got a 152 OPS plus. He already has six homers, uh, 20 RBIs. He's been doing it on the defensive side as well. So you got a guy who is 24 years old. You get rid of your stud, Carlos Correa. You bring this guy up and there is just, it's seamless. And the Astros just seem to do it time and time again. Jeremy Pena, your AL Rookie of the Year. And you know what? Like, we were all talking about a couple different AL rookies coming into the year. Jeremy Pena was mentioned for sure, but I think we were talking more about the Bobby Wood Juniors and so and such. This guy's going to be a problem for years to come. The Astros are just a freaking machine. I don't know what else there is to say. Shout out, Jeremy Pena. Shout out. Stud. La Tormenta. Uh, I forget what I was naming my award because I did have one. Okay. What was but that I'll name just, you were thinking about? I'll just do a not creative name. I just go like the bull, the bullpen, the bullpen friend award. The bullpen friend. Bullpen friend award. Anyway, it goes to Justin Verlander, who I feel like isn't getting talked about nearly enough as he should because maybe he came back from injury or it's still like people don't like talking about the Astros. I have no idea. Verlander has been amazing. He goes one, like, I mean, if, if Detmers didn't outshine him, he probably would have been the story of the night. Geo breaks up the no hitter, but he goes eight innings pitch one hit. Should have got a standout performance, but I snagged him because I want to talk about the award. And here's where I hope the market market, the sports corrected back to what you want out of a starting pitcher. Trev, the top 15 innings leaders for starting pitchers in MLB, the top 15 most innings pitched have all started seven games besides one guy, Justin Verlander. He's only started six and he's in the top five, I think, for innings pitched or the top 10 for innings pitched. And he started one less game than everyone around him. Uh, on top of that, the Astros average two relievers in his starts. He is saving the bullpen. 
they have a stretch of like 30 games in 33 days. They, they went to a six man rotation to help out. Also, they have Verlander who's just giving them distance. So like in his first start, they used three relievers. That's the highest because it was his first start. He's got another one where they use three relievers, but he's got two starts where they only had to use one other guy. Cause he went eight innings and he's got two where he used, they used two. That's really, really, really valuable. It's something that, you know, he values, you know, yeah. it's valuable to your team, but that's something that he wants. He wants to be that guy. And you he know, wants when to you put the game on himself and relievers like that, like they probably right now are like, Hey, we got a Verlander today. Like and coming back from rest. TJ. Yeah. Coming back from TJ. He's like, he's an ace. It's a rare combination of a pitcher oh, who man. still values that a pitcher whose stamina can do that and a pitcher whose stuff is good enough to do that. And, uh, yeah, man, he, uh, him come October, that should be a doozy. Was there any other team in the running to sign him? Yeah. The Yankees. Yanks. And what happened? They didn't want to do like they guaranteed, the guaranteed him 40 mil and the Yankees only wanted to give him the 20 for the one year. Like 50. Like 50 Astros guaranteed him yeah. 50. Well, they gave him the player option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guess what? Oh yeah, that's right. He's not going to be gonna there. Go back I mean, he might be more. there. We'll see. See how it plays out. Ver- still a lot of money. Verlander, man, sex, a lot of it. It seems like just an absolute no-brainer when you go back and look at it. Now we'll pay you to rehab. We'll get to monitor you every second of the way because you're our player. No, actually, yeah, they signed him story. after the rehab. He, he rehabbed his last year of his last oh, contract. That's totally right. That's totally so they, right. it was locked in. Um, and I don't think he rehabbed with the team. I think like the story was he was never around. But he's back now, and he's awesome. He's helping out. He's saving the bullpen, and they're winning. I think they're four and one or five and one in his starts. There's just he should be getting a little more pub, pub than he is. I feel like he's gonna opt out and Scherzer it and get crazy money. He's pretty old in comparison. Isn't he older than Scherzer? What's he going to be at the end of this year? He turns 40 next February. Um, 40 next year. Say February again. February. It's tough. It's not good. Nobody (laughs) likes it, but. (laughs) The life we lead. Uh. Uh, who's the best friend of the week? Zach? Wow. Oh, shit. Sorry. Wow. Unbelievable. Put a cork in your butt. Sit on it. Try to poop. Big Astros pod today. Let's go. Jake, your award. I'm giving out the six man of the year award. Uh, Trev, you're a big NBA guy. Your Lakers look good this year. Uh, yeah. The six man of the year award is always kind of a funky award, right? We're giving out the six man of the year award. To a guy that's not a starting player, he might not be a top four guy on the team, he might not be a top three guy on the team, but we're giving out the six-man award. You're the best guy who comes off the bench. That's pretty cool. Like, it's still cool. Like, you you have a certain skill set that you're that's doing That's an something. awful award. Why is that an award? I never really gave that much thought. Like, do you think the fifth guy is like, what the fuck? Because it's a different skill set. You're starting not on the court. You come in the game and you do your role. It's, it's you know. Not if the sixth man is just not good enough to start. And if he was on another team, he'd be the fifth man. Oh, that's the that's kind of the whole thing. So, uh, Jim, there's a popular debate in baseball circles about the cycle. 
Because, like, well, isn't four home runs better than a cycle? Well, yeah, it is. And and that doesn't happen a ton. Uh, but a cycle is a unique thing. You need a certain set of skill set. You need a little bit of luck. And our guy, friend of the pod, Christian Yelich, just tied the MLB record for career cycles. Uh, I believe he has three of them. And he's the sixth person in MLB history to do that. So... That's why he gets the Sixth Man of the Year award because uh, he's the sixth guy to do it. It's a it's kind of a weirdly argued topic in baseball circles because yeah, the cycle's not the coolest thing in the world, but it's it's also still kind of cool in its own right. So Yelly, who's still got still got those long legs on him and he's got some life in him, let's get him the MLB record for most career cycles. Um, feels like a layup. Uh, next time Yelly hits a triple, I think it's must-watch. And even we might need a pitcher, we might need a friend, we might need a Freed or someone, a Giolito, someone like that to maybe give him a cookie or two so we can get him there. Cycle and no-hitter, same thing. I mean, for me, I have the same reaction to both of them. Cycle's more rare than a no-hitter. No-hitter has got to be more rare than a cycle, no? I think cycle's more rare than no See. Well, a no hitter just helps so much more than a cycle does, though. It's like worth so much more than a cycle. Shout out Yelly. He's yeah, got his because op- they, they pitch yeah. the whole they pitch the whole game and 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 that value. But as far as just like a, a singular like accolade, like we were trying to figure out what the comparison was, me and me and C Rosie, and it's it's difficult. It's difficult to find. Um, eight forty OPS. They're very similar. Wow, that's cool. There are no hitters and cycles. Yeah, hold on. Uh, this says that the no hitter is slightly more rare, but I think they're so. I think they're very. It's interesting. Rare. You know, they all came against the Reds, Jake. Yeah. But either way, it's cool. A perfect game is very, very cool. I will clap, and like that gets my attention. No hitters and cycles are just they're kind of like yeah, is, that's awesome. It's awesome. Let's see. I've got 335 career cycles, and I've got 315 career no-hitters. So 40 more career cycles? Yeah, there's something about the date of keeping track of shit is different or something sure. like that. According, I don't know. <clears throat> Baseball. The yes. only cool, like, the for it to be a really cool cycle, you either have to have the homer or the triple come last. Triple has to come last, and you have to do it like a stretch. I like the homer. Kubel did it, with, I think, with a yeah. grand you're right. slam. You're right. You're right. It, triple or, or a walk-off, maybe it was. Yeah. Just can't be the sad double. The triple is probably the most entertaining because it's like you got a big boy sometimes. He can't really hustle around the bags, but he puts it in the right place. Sometimes that right fielder might just go, oh, I'll toss it in a little slower right now. You're almost guaranteed always to have a good broadcaster call on someone trying to finish up the cycle. Entertainment. Yeah. All right. Jim, you got to stimulate a, us? Oh, yes, my God. It's time for the stimulator. Zach's doing it. As a team, the no-hitter is way more valuable. But just yes. like, you know, as Rarity. like the accolade people think, they're the same thing. Just oddities. Um, do you have the music, Z-Man? Did it, did it I do have work? it. Are you ready for it? Is that I'm ready. Like, take his shirt off or something? Because yep. he's a performer. Friday, yep. It's a Friday so. stimulation, and, and Z-Man is running a stimulator simulator this 
week. Here we go. In the American League, the six-seed Blue Jays will face the three-seed Twins in a wild-card series. Zach, who wins? Blue Jays or Twins? Blue Jays win versus the Twins. Wow. wow, suck it, Trev. Angels and Rays are the wild card matchup on the other side of the AL. Uh, who wins that one? The Angels or the Rays? Both things exist in the sky. That's true. Both are in the sky. Uh, Stimulator says the Angels win. Wow. Oh. Just happened. In the NL, we have the Brewers versus the Cardinals. The Cardinals being the sixth seed and the Brewers the three. Uh, Stimulator says Cardinals. Wow. Ooh, Blue Crew. That's brutal. Giants and Padres are the four and five in the NL. Uh, Giants. Yeah. 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 Okay. So the so in the A in the AL the divisional series you have the Astros versus the Blue Jays. Springer going up against his old club. Uh, Blue Jays. Oh boy. And then we have the Yankees and the Angels. A little recap of the 2009 ALCS. Yankees. Okay. Makes sense. Ah. Best record in all of baseball, obviously. That's why. All right. In the NL, the number one seed Mets will then be taking on the Giants. Uh, the Giants. Wow. Oh, boy. Dave Kapler. Hot. There oh he is. God. Cardinals and Dodgers. Dodgers being the two, side, two seed. They got the bye. They waited around. The Cardinals. Oh, it's coming the, to town. Uh, it's the Dodgers. Holy smokes, Dodgers, Giants, NLCS. I got to stay here and find out who's going to the World Series. That is a doozy. Holy cow. Uh, See, the Giants. Wow. Revenge Series. (laughs) Blue Jays versus the Yankees in the championship series in the AL. Who wins it? Who's facing the Giants in the World Series? It's a close one, but it has to be the Yankees. Yankees, mm. wow. Oh, Yankees, Giants, World Series. Every grandpa aesthetically pleasing. Like is it. like, yeah. this is what I grew up with. Yes. And it's tough. It's tough to say, but I think that the Yankees take it. Oh, wow. my God. Holy smokes. And that's, that's coming. Cool. I mean, the guy running Let's the go. buttons on the stimulator is a diehard Mets fan, so that's so weird. You there it is. Wild. You guys can't even say yeah. bias or anything. Yeah, that's unbelievable. That's just Jake, you and I match. Look at us. Hot, hot. All right, hey everyone, have a fantastic weekend. Love you. Enjoy the baseball. We'll be back on Monday to recap what the hell happened over the weekend. We love you, Kotuk. We love you, baby. Love you, Kotuk. Love you, Kotuk. Love you, mom. You're fine, Jeremy Payne. You're fine.